Yep, but we're going to trust Him today. Y'all going to trust with me? And guess what we're going to talk about? Trust. Glory to God. You know, trusting in God, your your vision of God, your trust is only as big as your vision of God. You'll only trust Him in what you see who He is to you. If you believe He's a good God, if you believe He's a provider, the song we sang today, if you believe those things, you'll trust Him in those areas. Amen? And you'll come up in those areas, and you'll come out in those areas. But we have to trust Him. Amen? Open your Bible to Proverbs 3. We'll start there. In, uh, in looking at trust, you know, in my life, and I can use me as an example, there's been times where I, I, I live under two different things that I have to get out of real quick. And that's when people say, you've got to trust God. And you say, I am, but. Y'all, anybody all ever said that? And they say, you just got to trust God. And you go, well, I am trusting God, but. <laughs> you, you can't say that. You're either trusting God, no but, or you ain't trusting God. And then the next sentence out of my mouth would be, but you don't understand. You just don't understand. I'm trusting God. I'm doing the best I know how, but you just don't understand. No, no, and no. No, it didn't, didn't work for me either. I could say it all I wanted, but it wasn't true. Because I wasn't trusting God, because you're not trusting God but. Amen? We're either trusting God or we're not. Amen? And He is worthy to be trusted. He is trustworthy. But Him being trustworthy alone does not mean you'll trust Him. You've got to believe He's trustworthy. You've got to believe in Him. You've got to believe in His goodness. You've got to believe in His love and His caring for you. Amen? Because that's what's going to keep us. That's what's going to build us up. That's what's, that's what's going to cause us not to get off the path that He's set for us. That, and trusting Him and looking at Him and going towards Him. That's what's going to keep our eyes on Him. Amen? Because when we get our eyes off of Him, we start trusting in other things. Amen? It's way easier for me to trust in my ability to fail sometimes when I get my eyes on the wrong thing than it is to trust in His ability to, for me to succeed. Right? Because my eyes are on the wrong thing. Right? You guys remember Peter? Peter was trusting God. Stepped right out on the water. Sure did, too. Stepped right out on the water and trusted God. Had his eyes on Jesus. Had his eyes on just what he was trusting in. And he was walking on the water. Then he got another vision. Wind and waves and his ability not to walk on the water. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he got another vision. But this is good news. Because Peter sank. Is that good news? Yeah, it's good news for me. Because Peter also trusted God enough to say, Save me, Lord. And, and not only did he trust him to walk, but he trusted him when he failed. Amen. It's not time to trust, stop trusting God when you failed. It's time, to, it's time to press in harder. It's time to reach your hand up and say, Help me, Lord. But you've got to recognize that it was, he, didn't say, he didn't say help because you failed, Lord. No, he said, Help me, Lord. You've got to realize that the first thing you know, a lot of people don't like to do, I know I didn't like to do it, I missed it. You've got, you got to swallow a little pride then. Well, pride ain't something you want anyway. You need to swallow it or spit it out one. Right? It's time to say I missed it. I looked the wrong way. I got, it. I got off. It's not hard. 
It's way easier to reach up and say, help me, Lord, than it is to drown. (laughs) I like the option better. Right? What if Peter hadn't asked for help? What, what, what if he said, oh, I messed up, I'll never make it, and just let himself drown, quit, right there. He wouldn't have done, he wouldn't have done everything that, he had, that God had for him to do. He'd have never fulfilled the rest, of, uh, the rest of his time here on the earth in ministry. Amen? That would have been huge, right? Proverbs 3, verse 5-ish, 5. Let's try 5. There we go. Can't read my writing. You couldn't either. <laughs> Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know, a lot of people just want to skim right by that because everybody thinks every time they do something, they do it with all their heart. No, we don't. We have a tendency to do it with just enough of our heart that we think we are. If you do it with all your heart, then that's all you're trusting in. All your heart. Not part of your heart. Not a little piece of your heart. Not like Janis Joplin said. All your heart. (laughs) Ooh, man, I got old right there, didn't I? All your heart. When we trust Him with all our heart, that's the way you do things for God. When you believe, you believe with your heart. When you follow, you follow with your heart. When you minister, you minister with all your heart. Do everything with all your heart unto Him. Don't get yourself caught out there doing things half-hearted. Hmm? You got anybody? (laughs) Maybe not a good example. I played football, and when I went out there half-speed, I got hurt. But when I did things full-speed, then I succeeded. And I succeeded in the plan that they had laid out for me. Amen? This may be a poor analogy to God, but when God has a plan, if we'll do it with all our heart, it will come out in victory for us. Not only for us, but for everybody He had planned around it. Amen? He's got a plan, and us trusting Him with all our heart is vital to that plan working in your life. His plan's going to come to pass. Whether you get to be a part of it or not, His plan's going to, be a pla- going to come to pass. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. That's the only way you can trust in the Lord with all your heart. Because your, under, you, your mind, your flesh is not going to understand it. God's ways are not our ways. God's ways are higher than our ways. He's got better and bigger ways. But His plan does not make sense to you. It, you know what? Yeah, no. God, I got $3 left. Why don't you give that? God, I, I had $3 left. Yeah, why don't you give that? But God, I only got $3 left. Yeah, you should give that. Why? He's got a plan. Yes. Do you trust Him? Yes. Do you trust Him? Can we trust Him with our $3? Can, is He your provider or is that $3 your provider? Whichever one you trust in now became it. Right? Hit your mind. That's why He says, get your understanding out of there. Get... <laughs> remember, the, remember the disciples in John 6? Jesus, He's saying... You've got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. That's what you've got to do. That's what they heard. They're thinking, cannibal and nasty. <laughs> right? Because they're flesh, and that's what they're thinking. Right? And the people said, hey, this is hard. We can't understand it. We cannot understand this. We're leaving. And the whole multitude of them left. 
the whole, all but the twelve. Everybody else left. Why? They didn't understand. They, they were leaning to their understanding, and they didn't understand. And so in their understanding, they're like, this guy, this ain't right. And I'm not doing it. They weren't trusting. The twelve, though, Jesus said, y'all going to leave too? They still trusted him. They didn't understand any more than anybody there. They didn't come up and say, here, guys, let me explain what he's talking about. No, they said, hey, you got the words of life. We trust you. You know what? We, we don't know what you just said, but we trust you. We, we know that it was good because... And see, sometimes that's what you got to do. Because when somebody says, oh, maybe God's putting you through that because you did this or that. No, God's good. And you say, you know, I don't understand, but God's good. And I trust Him. And you never get off God's side. You never take another path. You never look another way. You never find another source. What you trust in is your source. Amen? Look at Psalms 37. You guys believing with me today? God's going to show us some good stuff. You know, um, we've talked about trust and you've heard about trust. But, you know, a lot of times I need somebody to remind me about trust. You know what? I need to be stirred up about trust. You know, maybe I got one foot over here all of a sudden and somebody needs to kick it back for me. And that's okay. That's okay. I want to I trust God. I don't want any other source in my life. And, and it's too easy for our flesh to find another peace. Right? If I just had enough money in the bank, I could have peace. I wouldn't worry. If I, you know, if I just had enough cars in my garage, if I just had a big enough house, if, I just, you know, if my body just never hurt, then, then I could have peace. You can have peace no matter what. When your source is peace. Glory to God. He's a good God. And He'll give it to us. Uh, Psalm 37, verse 4. says, Delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself. And everybody wants to think delight means be happy in God. And it does. But it means be pliable, adaptable, soft. Why? Because your understanding ain't going to be there with it. Right? God's going to say do this. And you're like, but then you're just pliable. So you just go ahead. Right? God, say, God says, I want you to go help here. And you're like, oh, I need to go to work, God. And he's like, no, I want you to go to work here. Go help here now. But, but my business, Lord, no, I want you to go help here right now. Right? And you've got to be pliable. What, what's pliable mean? It's the same thing. I trust Him. If you're not pliable, you won't trust Him. You won't go His direction. That word, des- delight yourself, means to be pliable to Him. Be, be easy to adapt to what he has, be willing and right. It's not just a. Ha- it's, it is happy if you look at it right, but your vision is how you get it, right? And your vision of delight yourself is whether the second half of the verse comes to pass. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. You know, a lot of people think, yeah, if I'm just happy all the time, I'll get what I want. No, if you're delighting yourself in the Lord and you're following Him and He's your source and you're doing those things that He's asked you to do and believing Him and trusting Him and relying on Him, your desires will come to pass. you got too many people out there that are saying, well, I'll follow God. It's hard and long. It's a, it's a burden to do. It's a big sacrifice in my life. I'll have to stay married to them or I'll have to go work here or I'll have to do this and I'll sacrifice. No! He's good. 
He's good. And if you follow Him, good things will happen. You will be happy where you're at if you're pliable. You can be miserable in your place all you want if you choose to be miserable. But you don't have to be. God's got a better plan. God's got a way to fix things. God is our source and supply. God is who we look up to. He's who we trust. He's who we follow. He is our focus. He is our vision. Amen? And we're not going to get off that. He's who we trust with all our heart. And as we trust Him, we'll have the things and we'll have them the way He wants them and we'll like it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll like it. You won't have to make yourself like it. It'll be good. It'll be gooder than you ever thought it could be. Your job will be a happy place to go. And it don't matter how your boss is. He may be mean to everyone else, but he's going to like you. He's going to like you a lot. He's gonna, he, he may come in and be in a bad mood and look at you and smile. And you'll change the whole countenance of the place. Amen? Just because you know your God is good. And you trust Him. Amen? What did I say? Where was I? Delight yourself the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. What's the next verse? Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust Him and He shall bring it to pass. Commit your way. People who are not committed don't have their heart in it. That's what he's saying. The same thing as he said in Proverbs. Do it with your heart. Trust Him and it will come to pass. Commit to Him. Submit to Him. He's good. You can't trust somebody or not trust somebody and commit to Him. So that's why the devil spent so much time trying to lie about our God. He's trying to make people think He's bad or wishy-washy. They think, well, He'll hurt your kids and He'll give you a car. He'll give you cancer and He'll heal you. He'll, he'll, take, he'll take away your home, but, but He'll give you a box to live in. The devil's trying to confuse us. He's he's one God, and He's one good God. And He doesn't have a bad plan, and He doesn't do a bad thing, and He is trustworthy. And we can put our trust in Him at all times. We never have to get off of that. Amen? And and we want to keep that trust in, in our source. In our source. He's not a channel. He's a source. There are There is only one source in, in this earth. There's not two. There's not three. The people can make other things their source, but they are a poor imitation of the truth. There is one source, and it is God, the Almighty God. He's your Father, and He's my Father. He created everything you see, and He created everything that will be. Right? And all the devil can do is mess up what He created. Has no, and He has to use us to do that, and we're not going to yield to it, are we? No. We're not going to do it. So devil, you're just out of luck. Or whatever you rely on. (laughs) Luck is probably what he relies on. He don't have any. Amen? He's a good God. We can trust Him. He's our source. Look over at Matthew 6. He's our source and He is our supply. We want to keep Him in His right place at all times. Amen? We want, to, we want to put our value in Him. We want to put our treasure in His kingdom. Amen? Amen? You know, you can put your treasures in the world's kingdom. This is what this is talking about. You start over in uh, verse 19. It says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon this earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and thieves break in, th- break through to steal. 
That's what happens. If we put our treasures in this earth system, if this is what we trust, okay? When you put your treasures in this, and it doesn't mean you can't put your treasures in a bank, okay? But your source has got to be God. The bank's got to be your channel. You get, it doesn't mean you can't invest in the stock market, but the stock market can't be your source. God's got to be your source. God is the source. Other things are channels. We have to remember that. Your job is not your source. Your job is a channel through which God uses to bless others and to help you pay bills. Right? God said, well, got to have a job to pay bills. No, you don't got to have a job to pay your bills. It can be a source that God uses, though, or a channel, excuse me. Not a source. Doctors, channel. People say, oh, you don't go to the doctor. You won't be in faith if you go to the doctor. You won't be in faith if you don't, and God tells you to. Doctors can be a channel through whom God uses to to bring somebody to wellness. They're a good gift. If anybody ever got healed through going to a doctor, it's a good gift. And and the doctor didn't do it. God did it. God gave them the technology. God gave them the breath to breathe to do it. He gave them the brain to think with. Everything they got to do what they did, they got from God. Nobody got healed unless God healed them. Amen? They're a channel, not a source. When we make channels our source, when we make money our source, it, is a, it, it has failure ability. God is unfailing. Money can fail. Right? God cannot fail. When we make God our source, we have an unfailing source. When we make money our source, we have the ability to fail. Right? So when we put... When, here's a good... Good example. When you take your tithes and your offerings, you, you begin to operate in you putting your treasures into His kingdom, into His, you're laying up treasures for yourself in heaven. You're trusting in His supply. You're trusting in His way, right? His way is tithes. His way is offering. His way is seed time and harvest. But you're trusting in Him. You're not just giving it to give it. You're trusting that He's good and that He'll take care of you, that His system works. Amen? You've made Him your source, and by doing so, you've, you have money now is a channel. Right? And, and you don't sow your money into the world, you sow your money into God. And it has eternal value. Right? Because no matter what happens now, your money's not tied up in the world system. Your, your, your seed, your treasure is in heaven. And God can get to it. And God can use it. Amen? God is helping us as long as we'll trust Him. And by bringing, laying up our treasures in Him, we're putting them in places where the world's failures can't get to them. The failures of the world, corruption, stealing, the things of the world can't get to it. And it's not just money. It's whatever, it, the, your treasures is what you value. Amen? If I, if I make the world my source, am I not putting my wife and child in the world's hands? No, God's my source. He's not only going to take care of me, He's going to take care of my family. Right? I'm not counting on even the U.S. Army to take care of us. I'm counting on God. Guess what? We have a great army. We have a great nation. But God is my source, not my nation. Amen? And we're going to count on God in every situation, in every circumstance. We're not going to get our treasures out there in the world. We're going to keep our treasures where they can have true value. They can lose their value here. And what happens to something when it rusts? Loses its value. I don't care how great it was when it was new. Once it once it rusts, no value, right? Once it's stolen, it ain't yours no more. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we want the good stuff. Amen? And when we keep God our source, we trust Him. And that's the key to it. You've got to keep your trust in God. God being the source. If we put our trust in money, um, you know what? I'm, I've been there. I've, I've done it. I've had money be my source. I've, I've said if I just had enough money, I could get out of this situation. If I just had enough, if I, if I, you know, all I need is money. Anybody else ever said that? You know, there's probably people in here saying that today. It would just take some money to fix my problem. No, money won't fix problems. Money, money will get you out of a situation for a, for a small time, but it will not fix problems. God fixes problems. And if He becomes your source, He may use money to get you out of a situation for a time, but He'll fix you so that you're able to have money and be fixed all the time so you're not always going through the same thing. Money will not fix problems. It doesn't have that ability. God does. Amen? So we don't want to get hooked up trusting in something other than God. Amen? Does that make sense to everybody? Because where your treasure is... And, and how are you supposed to trust God? So if your treasure's not with God, you're not trusting God. And you're not trusting with your heart. You're trusting with your heart somewhere else. And you know, you get a lot of people say, oh, I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God. But their action will show who they're trusting. Right? I've said it. I said, oh, I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God. Let me see if I can find another credit card. I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God. <laughs> you know, let me go beg somewhere. You know, you, are you, am I, was I trusting God? No. But I said I was. Amen? I know you all ain't ever done that, and that's why I'm telling you me, so you, don't, you guys don't have to think about it. Amen? Where our treasure is, is who and what has our heart. Right? You can, you can look at your checkbook and your time, and you'll find out real quick who has your heart. Amen? People say... Well, I have to work. Well, I didn't say that. I said, look at your checkbook and your time. Amen? You can look at a lot of them. I mean, you can look at what you choose many times. But where your heart is, people can see. Right? And if you'll look, you'll be able to see it. Amen? I was able to see it. It wasn't hard. I could tell real quick after somebody told me three or four times. (laughs) I remember it real well. I mean, I'd say... Mom, you just don't know what's going on. She'd say, well, the Word says it. I said, I know what the Word says, but... She'd say, I'd say, you don't know. And she'd say, the Word says this. I know. You guys ever done that? I know what the Word says, but you don't understand. Well, but the Word says this, Dave. You know, you'd you'd think at some point she'd just say, dense, stupid, hey. But she didn't, thank God. I mean, I've had Kim do it to me too. I'd say, this, this, and this. She'd say, yeah, but this is the Word. And I've said it back to Kim. We've got to be encouragers of one another to keep us trusting God, to keep our focus. You know, what if somebody would have been there when Peter was standing on that water saying, hey, don't look there, instead of waiting to see if he'd fall. Let's not wait around to see if one of us will fall. Let's Let's help each other stay focused. There wasn't anybody else on the boat helping. Not that I hear, not in the story. Did you, do you see where, where uh, John said, Whoa, hey, Peter, don't look. Stay focused on Jesus. Come on, you can do it. Wind and waves aren't nothing, baby. Come on, you can do it. Come on. Need some cheerleaders. Glory to God. 
Wouldn't that have been easier than standing there saying, he's going to fall. You can't walk on water, I know. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's not long for this. That ain't help. Amen? We can help one another. We can build one another up. It doesn't hurt when you say, hey, the Word says this. When somebody comes up to you and they say, I'm hurting, man. I need money. I need time. I need a new job. And you say, hey, God says He'll supply your needs. God will get you a job. God can do this. God can make you happy. God can, And you start showing them the Word. And they say, yeah, but. And you say, oh, no, no buts. Come on. Let's look at this. And you keep them going. And you get them back up looking the right way. Amen? You get their eyes off the wrong thing, back on the right thing. They're trusting God. Amen? And you're trusting God. And you, right? Because if you're not trusting God, you ain't going to help them. Right? We're trusting God. Amen? Keep going. Where your treasure is, there, there your heart will be also. The light of the body is the eye. If the eye is single, the whole body shall be full of light. What's he saying? One source, looking one way, seeing one vision. God has a vision. God has a plan. One vision is what we need. Not two visions, not seeing things three ways. You can't say, well, I know God could do this, but I'm going to try this. Well, we got money. Well, I can take care. I don't need God on this one. I'll take care of this. You can't constantly be looking three directions and have one vision. If you're looking three directions, you've got three visions. Right? And guess what more than one vision is? Die vision. Amen? So if you're looking at two things, you're in division and you're likely to fall. Then what do you do? Help, Lord. Help, Lord. You still got mercy. We can trust God no matter what. You can trust Him if you failed. You can trust Him if you succeeded. You can trust Him no matter what. When you fail, you can reach up just as quick as you could if you succeeded. Right? We don't ever get down. See, that's the good thing. You know, we can look at this word and say, oh, man, I've had six visions. Help, Lord. Right? Don't get down. Don't get discouraged. He's right there. He's a good, he's a good God. He's right there. Did Jesus say, nah, swim around a while? Suck up a little water. You, yeah, you're going to learn something from this boy. No. Peter said, help, Lord. Jesus reached down and grabbed him and got him. That's what good fathers do with their kids. Amen? I remember when Ramsey was learning to walk. She walked two foot, fall over. Walk three steps, fall over. What if I'd have said, hey, you can't do this. You're never going to make it. Get her, get her something that we can roll her around in because she's never going to walk. She's made three steps. She's tried five times, and she's not going to make it. She don't trust. She don't, I've told her to come here six times. She's still crawling around on the floor. We'd never have walked if we'd have had parents like that. But we had the good parents. And they said, come on, baby, and they picked you up. And you walked two steps, and they picked you up again. You walked three steps, picked you up again. And you know what? Three years later, you're still wobbling around, and they're still there to pick you up. They see you falling into the coffee table, they put their hand there before you hit it. That's what God does. He's a protecting, giving, good God. Amen? And He's there to help you, and He wants you to trust in Him. 
Right? And He wants you to keep going. And He wants you to not quit. And He he is your biggest fan. You're going to make it. You're coming out. You're going to walk. You're going to get there. He's your biggest fan. Amen? He's He's not pushing you away. He's pulling you in. Amen? We can trust in Him. Money can't do that. Right? Stuff can't do that. Things of this world, they can't do that. Because they're not a source. They're a poor source if we make them one. Right? They'll quit you. God won't. See, God is an unfailing source. And He works from His unfailing love. Right? And when we believe that, we won't lose our trust. Amen? You've got to believe that first, though. The light, the light of the body is the eye, therefore the eye be single. One vision, no options. Anybody ever had options? Huh? You like them options? Well, yeah, I'm going to trust God, but I got this credit card check in the mail the other day. I'm going to put it in the drawer just in case the time comes up and I still haven't got my money. You guys haven't done that, but I did. And it is a real poor way to pay your bills. Just let me tell you. Because what you just did was made a bill by paying a bill. It's a terrible source. And it's an awful option. But when, you're, when, you're, when your vision's not single, you're looking too many ways. You're looking everywhere for the answer. Keep your focus on Jesus. You, find, you see people that say, what else do I need to do? What else do I need to do? I'm believing God. I'm in faith. I read my Scriptures every morning. make five confessions before I leave the house. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And God still ain't. Well, first thing you need to do is get rid of your last sentence. That's the first thing. Get rid of your sentence. The last one that says God still ain't. Because God still is. God still is. And if you trust Him, everything you just said before it, I'm making my confessions, I'm believing God, then it will come to pass that you win. It must come to pass that you win. Amen? Singleness of vision, though. You've got to get your eyes back where they belong, get them off the other ways, get out of the other options. Right? You got people in jobs, you got people in marriage, you got people in places that are leaving their place because they're not trusting God anymore. Well, I'm trusting God, but I just, it's better over there. Well, what do you mean it's better over there? Did God tell you to go over there? Then you're walking into the darkness. Right? Why? Because you just looked at more than one vision. What's it say in the next, in the next verse? But if the eye be evil... How do you know if the eye is evil? Well, a good eye has single vision. So what's a bad eye have? More than one vision. It's kind of blurry. You ever had blurry vision? Yeah? You ever seen two things at once? I hope you hadn't because I know how you got there. When, when we get the evil eye... <laughs> then we start looking at more than one option. We start finding more than one source. Amen? And you know, I know that there's a lot of people that they'd say, they say, hey, you just don't know where I'm at, brother. You just don't know. I do want to believe what you're saying, but I'm hurting. I've been going through this. I've been, it's, it's been attack after attack after attack. Yes, I understand. But that doesn't mean there's another answer beside God's Word. There, I still can't come up to you and say, oh, oh, you're... See, I didn't understand. You're saying there's been attack after attack after attack. 
See, now if you'd only said it twice, then I could have used God's Word. But you said it three times, so we're going to have to find a bigger answer now. We're going to have to get the source plus. You know, we got we got God plus, we're going to have to have more. Right? Or the doctor said this. I know what the doctors say. And I know your mind plays tricks on you. I know you, that the devil lies to you. And he says, oh, here's a way, here's a way. He's going to try and show you 18,000 ways. But there's only one. And there's only one source. Go to Him. He'll get you the right way. I don't care how many things have piled. I don't care if it's the 16,000th time that you said, and it's like this, and it's like this. God's Word is still the answer. God is still the source. He's still the one that can fix things. I don't care if it's been bad for 80 years. The next 20, if you live to be 100, can be good. If we trust God. If we choose for Him to be our source at all times. Amen? We don't get off. We don't get into the lies. You know, <laughs> I told on myself to the, earlier, so I'll tell on myself again. Cell phones have made trust hard. Cell phones have. They have. Because you know what? I was listening to somebody minister the other day, and they said that they called somebody, and they said, hey, why can't I get a hold of them? Where are they? And they only called them one time. But that's the way we get, you know. It used to be we didn't know where people were because you couldn't call them. You know, if they weren't near something with a cord hooked to the wall, that's it. You just got to trust. And, you know, I know my mom, she had to trust where I, where I said I was, and I wasn't. So I know she was trusting God. She was praying in the Holy Ghost. But cell phones, we can get to anybody at any time, and if all of a sudden we don't get an answer, whoo, there goes the mind. My daughter was at work. And I always text her just to see what she's doing, what time she gets off, and no text back. Oh, man, the old mind started working. She always texts back. Called her. No answer. Oh, I wonder if she made it to work. I bet she didn't make it to work. Oh, my goodness, what's happened to her? It's a thousand things start going through your mind that if if I didn't have a cell phone, would have never known anyway. So I text her again. And I'm texting her. And the Holy Ghost tells me inside me. And I heard him plain as day. He said, she's fine. I'm like, I wonder if she's okay. <laughs> oh, thank God for His mercy, huh? Glory to God. And I'm still sitting there thinking about it. And I even told my wife, I said, you don't know how hard I'm struggling against my flesh right now. And I really want to trust God. But I really must not have wanted to, huh? See? It's, it's too easy to make something else our source. That cell phone was the source of my peace in knowing where my daughter was. The Holy Ghost. God Himself in me said, She's fine. And I heard Him. And I still overrode it and drove to her work. <laughs> Now, how stupid do you think I felt when I got there? <laughs> Did I trust God? Not even this much. I didn't trust Him enough to hear the Holy Ghost. What am I saying, guys? It's, you can get off. This didn't happen two years ago. It happened two nights ago. <laughs> if you can learn from my mistakes, please do. 
I don't believe mistakes are made so you can learn, but if you can learn from mine and not make the same one. Glory to God. It wasn't His plan. His plan was for me to hear Him when He said she's fine. She'd been fine every other time. She's a good girl. She does what she says she's going to do. And if she doesn't, I can do like my mom and pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm still here. Glory to God. Where's your trust? Who are you trusting in? Where's your treasure? Where, my treasure was in that cell phone, which meant it was in the earth. Right? Mm. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy on me. Glory to God. I, I got double visioned real quick there, though, didn't I? So I, I got option B. Option A, listen to the Holy Ghost. Option B, drive to work. <laughs> Feel stupid? Drive back home. So you never see that in the fine print when you drive to work. See, if you could see that in the fine print, then maybe you'd go back to option A. But instead, you just read, go to work and check. And then after you check, you oh, there's that other sentence, feel stupid and drive back home. (laughs) Not two visions, one vision. God's our vision of God, our vision of His goodness, our trust in Him. If we keep our eyes single on His Word, our focus on what He says, our focus on what he, who He is. Amen? Our vision of Him is how great our trust will be. If the devil's lied to you and said he won't take care of your kids, he won't, he won't, he won't heal your body, he won't take care of your needs, he'll let you down, then your vision of Him is not very good. And you're real likely to go to option B. But I'm here to tell you none of that's true. He's never failed anyone. He's never hurt anyone. He's never taken anyone. He's always done good things. He's going to keep doing good things. And He'll find channels you don't even know about to get things to you and to get you two things. Amen? He's a good God. Doing good things. Trusting Him puts you in the good plan. Amen? That's who we want guiding us. That's who we want to trust in. Amen? What's it say in the next verse? No man can serve two masters. If you're serving money, you ain't serving God. (laughs) Yeah. Worship. Serve. Is that word serve? At the end of it, it means worshiper. If If you're serving the problem... If, the, if money is your source, if your job is your source, if the doctor is your source, you've got the wrong source. You are in danger. I'm not saying that money can't help. I'm not saying your job can't help. I'm not saying a doctor can't help. I'm telling you they can't be your source. Your source has to be the Most High God, and He will flow down from there. What He chooses to use is right. Amen? And I don't have to understand what He chooses to use. I have to just trust Him and do it. You say, well, you mean you just got to blindly trust Him? Yes. He's got a good record. Yeah. He's owed for how many ever times He's tried. He's never lost, or He's one billion to owe. Yeah, He's never lost, and He's always won. He has zero failures. In His loss column, there's a big goose egg. In His win column, it's just rotating. It's going up, like I said in the first service, faster than McDonald's hamburgers are being served. Amen? It's going up. It's going up right now. As we stand here, as we, as we listen to His Word, He's going up. Why? People are trusting Him. And as people trust Him, He wins more. 
And the more you trust Him, the more He has. And the more ability He has in your life. Where you, how, how far you'll trust is how far His ability will go. Amen? If we'll keep going, He'll keep going. Amen? He's a good God, but we can't serve two masters. We'll, he, we'll hate one. We'll despise one. How many people would like to think they never would despise God? If you get to looking at the wrong source, you will. When people say, I believed and God didn't, you just despised God. I've done it. Didn't do it quite that way, but I said, God, I'm believing and believing. Why ain't you doing? That wasn't God. I'm lucky he didn't... Shut up, Dave. God's good. He's not our problem. He is our answer. Amen? But you can only have one answer. Not six answers. There's one answer to every question, right? One answer. Right? This is an open book test. We, we got one answer, and He always gives it to us. He always, you know, I was in the first service, he, he went to Deuteronomy. He said, I set before you life and death and blessing and cursing. And then at the end of it, He said, oh, choose life. Right? He gives you the answer. He gives us the answer here. He says, don't serve money. He says, trust me. Here's the answer. Verse 25, therefore I tell you, don't worry. What's he saying? Here, let's, let's read this in the Dave translation. Therefore I tell you, trust me with your life. I know, I know you need to eat. I know you need to wear clothes. But I know your life's more important than what you eat and what you wear. I got a plan for you. I got people for you to get to. I got a ministry for you to do. I got a place for you to be. You thinking about this ain't going to get you there. I don't want you thinking about this. If you're worrying about this, I'm not your source and you're not trusting me. But he said, don't worry. He said, well, what do you want me, just not to care? Yeah. Well, that'd make me a bad parent if I didn't care about my kids. It didn't say don't care about your kids. It said don't take the care of them on. I care about my child greatly. Love her a whole lot. Love her enough to know that I shouldn't have drove to her work. I love her. If I really love her, I'll cast the care of her over on God. Amen? I won't try to take on her care on myself. Amen? Because I'm not the source. <laughs> right? I, you know what? She's going to go places. I can't protect her. So do I want to be her source? I want to make God her source. Because I want to know no matter where she's at, she's protected. I want to know no matter where she's at, His unfailing love is there to keep her, to guide her, to help her, to get her through, to, to take problems out of her way, that He's there where I could never be. Because I'm not a source. I'm a dad and I'm a channel who God used to teach her, to bless her, to grow her, to get her to a place where she could serve the source. Amen? Glory to God. That's like looking at the church as your source. The church isn't your source. I'm not your source. The Moors aren't your source. God's your source. He may use every one of them to speak into your life. But He's speaking Him in, not me. Amen? He's God. There is none other. And we don't want another one. 
Amen? We want to stick with Him. He's a good one. He can be trusted. Amen? We want to rely on, trust in, cling to, adhere to Him. Believe. Glory to God. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry. Don't worry about your life. Now, now's the part where you've got to start realizing how much God cares for you. Because if you don't know how much God cares for you, you'll worry. You will. People that don't, don't understand how much God loves them, worry. Why? Because if you don't understand how much... If, if, you, if somebody comes up to me and says, Hey, I know you've got a problem. I don't really like you. But tomorrow I'm going to come back and if I do, I'll help you. Well, I'm not going to put too much stock in that. I'm going to go ahead and worry whether or not I'm going to get that $100. Why? Because they don't love me. They don't care about me. They don't have... They, right? That's why, the, that's why the devil has spent so much time trying to lie to us about how much God loves us. And then he uses things that are going on in the world to try to prove it. Oh, you see, he didn't heal your great Aunt Bessie. And she went to church every day. She lived at the church. She prayed every morning. And she, God didn't heal her. He don't love. He just loves when he wants to. The devil is a liar. You don't know everything about that, but what you got to always know is God's good. I don't care what else happened. Everybody in here could come up with an excuse not to trust God. Every person in here. If you want to lean to your flesh, lean to your own understanding, follow, follow human experience, you cannot trust God. Right? We're not doing that. We're going we're gonna to learn to see how much He cares about us. That's what, that's what Jesus is saying in the next verse. He's saying, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap, put away in barns. Yet your heavenly Father, He, he starts bringing it down to that fatherhood. <laughs> yeah, He wants you to understand. Your heavenly Father. He didn't say my heaven. He said your heavenly Father. He said your dad takes care of the birds. Are you not much more valuable than that? Yes. What's he saying? Don't you believe in his love for you? Do you believe he cares for you? Can you trust in a God that will feed the birds? Yes. Yes. Huh? Yes. Then, then, then he goes to the next verse. He says, who, who by worrying can add a single hour to his life? No one. Then he goes again. He says, why do you worry? Let's rephrase that. Why don't you trust God? See the lilies of the field? See how they grow? Hmm. I tell you, in, in Solomon, all his splendor was never dressed like any of these. In other words, your God cares about how the flowers of the field look. They're going to die and go away. You're never going to die. You're an eternal being created in His image, His child. This is not His child. <laughs> Glory to God. This is not His child. You are. How much more valuable are you? Huh? And that's what He's trying to get them to. <laughs> Look how much He cares about you. He cares about these. He cares so much more about you. Amen? If that's how He clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow, how much more will He clothe you Oh, you of little faith? You know, and people always take offense to that. Question marks at the end of, oh, you of little faith. 
It's not before it. He's not making a derogatory statement about them. Little faith got Peter out of the boat. Little faith caused him to reach up and say, Help, Lord. You know what? I'd rather have little faith than no faith. And on my way to big faith. Amen? And he's saying, Oh, you have little faith. you got enough faith to believe He cares for you. Yeah. Little faith can believe in the love of God. Huh? Little faith can believe in the love of God. That's what he's saying. He's saying, Oh, you have little faith. You can believe this. Amen? So don't worry. And start talking about your worry. Verse 31, don't worry. And then talk about it. Why? Because it's become too big for your source. Right? What shall we eat? What shall we drink? That your, your focus is now off of your ministry, off of anything you could do for God, off of, off of anything else except for you. This is totally selfish. This is, this is like what the children of Israel did when they got across the Red Sea. Well, that was cool. What are we going to drink? The Red Sea split open and there's walls on both sides. It should have took months to get over that. And they got over it in hours. Why? They didn't trust God. Glory to God. We trust Him. Right? We're not going to sit around thinking about what we're going to eat or what we're going to wear. Yeah, Brother Dave, but I really don't know. Well, God does. And, and you know what? what? What really happens is a week from now, after you spent all the whole last week worrying, you're still going to be here and you're going to have clothes and you will have eaten. And you'll look back and say, why did I drive to see where my daughter was at work? Why did I worry about what I was going to eat? Why did I worry about, why did I spend all that time, why did I waste those moments worrying and not trusting God? Right? Because we do it. Huh? Let me rephrase that. I've done it. All right? We're not going to do it anymore, are we? No. Here's the verse, verse 33. Put it in the King James. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first His way, His way of doing, His way of being, his, his, what He has for you, His will for your life, what He wants you to do tomorrow. He, if you're thinking about what you're going to wear, you're not thinking about what you're going to do. Right? If you're thinking about what you're going to eat, you're not thinking about or listening to what He's going to say, t- tell you to do. You're too busy wondering what you're going to eat, wondering what you're going to wear. How am I going to get here? What am I going to do when I get there? Is there going to be water? Is there going to be enough food? Will I be healed? Will I be sick? Will I? Will... No. He said, I got all that. Got it. You seek the kingdom of God. You seek what I got for you. You seek my plan. You listen to me. If I say go here, go there. Don't ask me how much money it's going to cost. Get on your way. If I say do this, do it. It's the right thing. Don't look to your own understanding because it ain't going to make sense. Testimony I gave Friday night. He never told me to go get money to get my business out of Hawk. Never did and never gave me any either. Money was not my fix. Dave needed to be fixed or Dave's businesses would never have been fixed. But when I started seeking the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, 
His way of doing, His way of being, His way, what He had planned for my life. Not what I had planned. I had big plans to make a bunch of money and to have a bunch of toys so all I could do is play. I probably wouldn't even be in church today if He'd have gave me my plan. Probably wouldn't. I can't say that I would. I was too immature to handle prosperity. If I'd have had it, (laughs) I'll stop there. You guys might think too little of me. (laughs) Because I know none of y'all have ever done that. We must trust or we won't do this. You can't seek God if you don't trust God. Let me rephrase that. You won't seek God if you don't trust God. Amen? And your vision of God... What, what He thinks about you. Not your vision of just how good He is, but your vision of what does He think about me. How Does God care for me? Does God love me? Your vision of who He is and, and how, he, how He feels about you is vital to how you'll follow Him. It's vital because He's not going to quit on you. You start following and He'll keep leading. He's not going to quit. He'll, he'll say, come on, come on, baby. Just like Dad, when you're learning how to walk. Mom stands behind, Dad stands back. Come on, baby, come on, baby. And then right about the time they get there, if they're still walking, he, he, they step back some more. Come on, you can do it. And, and, and you'll get them walking and walking and following you and following you. Why? Because you want them to make it. You're not going to quit. You're going to keep cheering them on. You're going to keep showing them that you, that you believe in them and that they can trust that you'll be there. Amen? And you'll take care of them. God's going to lead you in the right ways, in the right places. He's going to give you a ministry. He's going to give you a hope and a future. Amen? Amen. He's got a plan. And everybody says, well, when will I speak in the pulpit? You may never speak in the pulpit. That ministry ain't sitting in front of here. Ministry's wherever you are. Right? <laughs> you'll do a lot more ministry outside these doors than you'll ever do inside them. Guess what? Majority of people in here are saved. You know what? You can preach salvation until the cows come home, and if everybody's saved, they ain't getting saved again. You might get a few that doubt themselves, so they come on forward and get saved again, but they were just as saved. Huh? Guess what? There's need out there. There's things to do out there. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What do you have for me to do today, Lord? I'm not worried about what I'm going to eat or drink. I'm not worried about my clothes. You said you'll take care of that. Tell me what I'm supposed to do now. Amen? And He'll lead you. He'll take you to the right places. Worry will keep you from trusting God. Don't worry. Trust God. Don't spend time worrying. Do we have a trustworthy God? Amen. Well, I looked up a few scriptures for you. So let me see if we got a trustworthy God. Put up Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man brings a snare, but whosoever puts his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Put your trust in man, what are you going to be? Not safe. Put your trust in God. Safe. Amen? I want to be safe. Do you think there's a verse in the Bible that says trust something else and you'll be safe? Because there's not. I looked. No. You can't trust in something else. You trust in God. You put your trust in God. You will be safe. The Amplified says, says, and puts his confidence in the Lord is safe and set on high. 
So not only safe, but He'll get you out of the way of danger too. He's going to save, make you safe and say, oh, I'll tell you what, baby, sit up here because they can't get to you there. That's right. Amen? That's what trusting in God does. Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in money. No. <laughs> no. That put their trust in Him. He'll shield you. He'll, make, he'll be your refuge. He'll be your house. He'll be your car. He'll be everything you need Him to be when you need Him to be it. Amen. He's a good God. He's not keeping things from us. He's getting things to us. Amen? Isaiah 12. Verse 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Guess what another word for worry is? Fear. Why were you worried? Well, I might not have it. I might not have enough. When am I going to have it? If I have it, will it be soon enough? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? How's it going to work? What if you never know? You'll trust God. Because <laughs> even if you thought you knew and you weren't trusting God, you didn't know. Amen? I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, not with sadness, not with... not. Oh, okay, i got to go serve God today. Oh, I trust Him. I trust Him that He's going to use me. I'm not going to like it, but I trust that He'll use me. He'll have me do everything. He'll put me in a place. and I won't like it there, but I'll be where God wants me to be. So it really doesn't matter if I like it there, because I'll be where God wants me to be. I don't think He'll want you there once you get there. <laughs> you know, I think if somebody came in to me and said, I'm ready to work for you today. I don't like you, and I don't like being here, but I'm ready to work. I'd be trying to replace them pretty quick. Or fix them. Amen. God will fix them. He's more merciful than me. Thank God. But I'm going to be like my father. Isaiah 26, verse 4. Trust in the Lord forever. The Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Can you trust Him? Can you, will He ever fail? Can He ever fail? He will never, 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 like I said in the, in the first service, two words for you, never, <laughs> fail you. Can't, won't, impossible. Right. Loves you. Not going to fail you. you. How do I know? Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never, there's those two words again, never, He will never let the righteous fall. Well, I'm saved and I've fallen, so that verse can't be true. No. It says He'll never let you fall. He'll never let you fall. You may be wobbling, you may be doing a lot of things, but you ain't falling if you're trusting Him. Right? It does talk about casting your cares on the Lord. Now, if you're your source, then He's not. Right? Now, <laughs> cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. First Peter 5, 7. This is the one you've got to know. 
This is the most important one, and you got to know it. Casting all your care upon Him. Why? Because He cares for you. If you do not believe the last part of this verse, you will not do the first part of this verse. God cares for you. He cares about you. He's got a plan for you. He loves you. He's not going to let you fall. He's going to sustain you. He's going to be your shield. He's going to lift you up. He's got everything you need and ever answer you'll ever have a question to. If He's your source. Amen? Can we trust Him as our source? Yes, we can. And, our, and my, my, my new favorite verse... Nahum 1.7. It's my new favorite verse. I found it last year, and it's now my new favorite verse. Amen? Why do I like it so much? I like that first sentence right there. The Lord is good. If you don't believe that, you won't trust Him. Why would you trust somebody that's bad? You won't. We're people. We won't do it. Say, so, well, if you, really, if you really believed in Him, you'd trust Him. Why? If you did not think He was good, why would you? Well, because He's God and you don't want Him to hurt you. You know what? That ain't going to hold. Why? First of all, it ain't truth. Right? Right? (laughs) The Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. I don't care how hard the wind blows. I don't care how big the storm is. I don't care what the doctor says. I don't care how many months you're you're behind on your rent. I don't care how many landlords came and said you're leaving. I don't care what's happening. I don't care. If you're hooked to Him, you're not moving. If your trust is in Him in the day of trouble, if your trust is in Him, He's not being moved, so you're not being moved. You're not going to lose because He can't lose. Amen? You want to hook to a winner. This is, this is Him. This is the winner. This is the ultimate winner. This is the one that's never lost, the one that never will lose. This is the good God, Jehovah. This is the one who loves you. This is the one who cares about you. This is the one that will never fail you. He is God. Your heavenly Father. And He knows those that put their trust in Him. Glory to God. He knows those that trust in Him. He knows those that rely on Him. He knows those He is the source of. He's their source. He knows those people. He's not going to forget them. Why? Because He knows them. He's ever mindful of them. He's thinking about them all the time. He knows them. Why does He know them? They put the trust in Him. That's our God. He's not going to quit on you. He's not going to leave you. Amen? Cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Amen? Can we do that? Can we believe that He's good enough to get us out of the situation we put ourselves in and make us happy in the situation He says we should be in? Amen? The situations that He puts us in. Not not like, oh God, is this where i got to be? Is this what i got to do? i got to do this and i got to do... No! You get to do it! Everything God tells us to do, we get to do. We don't got to do nothing. He's God. He's your Father. He loves you. Trust Him. Glory to God. Do you trust Him today? Will you hang on? Will you, will you trust Him even though, even though you don't understand what He's having you do? Huh? When He tells you, 
to give away your last $5 and you were headed to McDonald's to get a Happy Meal? <laughs> reckon, that, reckon that widow thought, thought that same thing? That's, that's what she said. I only got enough here to get a Happy Meal. And what did, he say, what did Elijah say? He said, well, make me some first. Well, then I won't have enough for a Happy Meal. Well, it ain't going to be a Happy Meal anyway. It's going to be a very sad meal. Right? But what would she do? She trusted in God. And she did what she, what she knew in her heart was right. And she received the goodness of God right there, right then. Stand on your feet with me. Thank you, Lord.